You're listening to My Titus 2 Life, a podcast for moms, created by a mom and inspired by the Holy Ghost. Get ready for insight and inspiration as we navigate through mountains of laundry, marriage, and ministry. Because we all know, if you're a mommy, you're in full-time ministry. Hello, hello. You are listening to My Titus 2 Life. I am, of course, your host, Christina Castellan, and I am incredibly excited for today's episode. We have with us a mighty woman of God, uh, someone that I love dearly, someone that means a great deal to me, a great deal to my family. Um, I'm going to introduce you. This is Prophet Chantel Williams. She lives here in Florida. Um, we actually will get into a little bit later how we met. It's a very, it's a very interesting story. <laughs> um, but God gets the glory. Um, if you're a first-time listener, I encourage you to hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Don't just leave five stars for your Uber driver or your dash door driver. Leave five five stars for the word of God. Amen. So we're going to get started. If you're, of course, a returning listener, I welcome you back. Thank you so much for joining us again. I know that you are definitely not here for me. You are here because the Holy Spirit has drawn you back. So God bless you. And we are so excited that you're here with us. Well, Prophet Chantel, I am so excited. Thank you very much for just agreeing to being on the podcast with us today. I am so humbled, so honored, so excited that you said yes. And for those of you that that don't know us personally, she is a mighty woman of God. She has four absolutely amazing, beautiful brilliant children and she is a mom like I've never seen in my life. I just happen to have a a fly on the wall relationship with her where I'm able to see kind of the, the ins and the outs of her commitment to her family, her commitment to her children, but most importantly her commitment to God. And it is such an honor to call her a friend. It's an honor to call her a sister. It's an honor to be in the same prophetic gifting which is the office of the prophet. So I'm just so honored that you would be here with with us. Let's get started. Thank you so much for having me. You, it's a pleasure. Praise God. It, it's an honor to have you. So Chantel, we're going to just get started. We're going to dive right in. Today's topic for those of you that are listening to us um, is going to be developing a relationship with God after you've become a mother. Um, so specifically, we're going to be talking today about what it looks like and, and how challenging things can be if you don't have a fostering, deliberate relationship with God and being a mom at the same time. And then Chantel's going to share her testimony of how she encountered God, had a head-on-head collision with the Holy Spirit, and how she is living her life now, how she is mothering now, how she is a different woman now. So she'll get into her testimony a little bit later, but just know this is a raw testimony. None of this is filtered. None of this is going to be edited out. Uh, We really just wanted you guys to hear the goodness of the Lord and also encourage those of you that may be listening that don't have a deliberate relationship with God and why it's so important for mothers around the world to not just become Christians. That's great and that's wonderful, but to be a Christian who has the infilling of the Holy Spirit, to be a mom that walks closely with God, to be a mom that seeks after what her assignment is outside of mothering, all of those things are incredibly 
incredibly important and we don't want to overlook those things um so it's one thing to you know be a christian it's one thing to listen to worship music in your car it's a completely different thing to be fostering your relationship with your heavenly father and that's what we're going to get into today so chantelle do you want to share a little bit about yourself yes i grew up in a christian home we attended church regularly um, you know, we read our word and, you know, we listened to worship music and we served in the church. Um, but even five to six years, um, even after graduating high school, um, I got married and a change happened in my marriage. And from that change, I had a head on collision with the Lord. And even despite church for so many years, you know, every Sunday, it was not the same experience that I had prior to that trauma that happened in my marriage compared to afterwards. And so wow. when I had that collision with God, I realized that I was missing something. I realized that it's not the same God that I experienced now compared to my experience years before. Wow. And so, yeah, my life was opened up to this God, this living God mm-hmm. is when Amen. things begin to unfold in my life and is when I begin to receive the change that God wanted to do in my life. Wow. Amen. Wow. That is such a testimony. Thank you also just for being so transparent. Um, you guys are going to hear a lot of that today for our listeners. A lot of the transparency through her testimony. And I'm just excited about what God is doing and how he's using your testimony. Let's go ahead and get started. When did you recognize that you needed to make a change in your household? I recognized I needed a change when I felt like I was losing control. Wow. Physically, I was in control. I, mm. I was teens. I cleaned. Um, but in a sense, I still felt like I was losing control. Wow. I also felt a disconnection between me and two of my oldest children. Okay. And even though, you know, I love children, you know, I, I would do, you know, I, I take care of them, you know, you know, homework, all of that, appointments, all of that, but I didn't feel a connection with them. I did not feel like I was truly getting to them, you know? Yeah. Also, there was a lack of peace in my household. Okay. I was yelling too much. I didn't even realize at the time, but looking back, I cared more about a routine than actually pouring into my children. Wow. And it's, it's not intentional. You know, we, we as wow. moms sometimes think, that, oh, because I, I, I got this, this check mark that, oh, I'm a good mom. But wow. Did we pour into our children that day? Do our children feel loved? Because ultimately, God doesn't check us off. He doesn't put a check mark. Oh, I got Come her today. On. Oh, I got her. No. Wow. So that's how I knew that a change had to happen. Okay. Wow. Praise God. That was the Holy Spirit. That was the Holy Spirit. There's really no other way to explain it. You can't explain away the Holy Spirit. You can't put the Holy Spirit in a bottle. That was the Holy Spirit telling you, giving you that unsettled feeling and those markers of something's wrong. Something's not right something's not connecting. Wow. Praise God. So after you came to that realization, Prophet Chantel, 
Did you set any expectations for yourself? Did you set any expectations for your family or your children? And if you did, what were those expectations? Yes, I did. But not according to the world standards. Okay. To the world standards, we think that, oh, everything has to just be perfect. And, oh, we have to have, you know, the kids have to look a certain way, dress a certain way, or they have Mm -hmm. to act a certain way, like, you know, to promote you know, like, oh, everything is perfect in this household. Yeah. But the expectation was more so from God's standard. Wow. And that is order, because God is a God of order. Yeah. Love, honor, and obedience. Wow. Those were my expectations. Amen. Wow. 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 Order. So your expectation was only order. Whatever order was going to look like for you, whatever order was going to look like for your family, for your children, that was the expectation you set for yourself. That was the expectation you set for your home. Just order, period. That's it. Yes. In order according to the word of God. Wow. Praise the Lord. Wow. So, man, that's just such a heavy statement. The expectation was order. So what was the first thing you changed in your home concerning your faith? What's the first thing that you implemented? What's the first thing you changed? What's the first thing you may have added or taken away? First thing I changed was myself. Okay. You cannot give what you don't have. That's good. The change starts within you. Mm. You can't pray for your children to change and you not change. Wow, that's good. Amen. Yes. The same way how when Jesus stepped on any scene in front of any group of people, they shifted, right? They either, you know, the demons will start, you know, acting up or people will just fall down and just repent, you know, like, yes, this is the son of God. But when the Pharisees came around, there was no shift. Okay. So we as moms cannot carry around a Pharisee mindset. Wow, come on. We have to carry the mindset of Christ so Amen. our children can change as well. Amen. Wow. So the first thing I said was, was with me, the change within myself. Okay. Wow. Praise so God. I invited the Holy Spirit to come in and to begin to work on my heart. Mm-hmm. And we first must recognize that we need to change. And that any places in our heart that is hardened, a heart of stone in any area in our life, for the Lord to soften our heart and begin to minister to us. Okay. And that's what I did. Wow. Amen. That's incredible. You have to change yourself first. That change will trickle down to your children. They are going to recognize that change. And I think another thing is our children always realize when a pattern within one of their parents or both of their parents has shifted and then they begin to follow suit. It's almost like when the seasons change, we have to change the type of clothing that we're wearing. So you went from a season of being just bundled up cold and then you begin to take off those layers. Your children recognize that and maybe they begin to take off layers of callousness layers of disobedience, layers of being maybe stubborn-minded, they begin to put on freedom clothes, if you will, spring clothes, as they notice that you were shaving off those extra pieces of clothing because the season in your home had changed. Yes. Wow. Amen. Amen. 
So let me ask you this, Prophet Chantel, how did you present the gospel to your family, to your children? And I know that your children are very young, very, very young, but how did you present the gospel? How did you tell your children about Jesus beyond what they had known before, beyond just going to church, just being, oh, we go to Sunday school or, oh, we go to VBS. How did you present the living God to your children? The first thing that I did was as the Holy Spirit began to speak and work in me, it started showing me, okay? Mm-hmm. So that now as those layers are coming off in my household and my children, now the children are starting to see things and they start to ask questions. Okay. So now every moment was a teaching moment for them. Wow. I began to also share with them testimonies that they could, you know, um, handle at, you know, being the age that they are, mm-hmm. begin to share testimonies of things that the Lord did in my life as also to raise their faith as well too. Okay. Kids love to not only hear things, but see things. They love to be interactive. Yes. So as we begin to, you know, share those things, they see the things happening in our home. I begin to just take each moment as a teaching moment with them and relate it back to the word of God and explain to them you know, what the gospel is and how it looks like in our life, not just in the world, mm-hmm. but how does that gospel apply in our lives? Wow. That's good. I love that. Wow. Interaction. That is so big because especially our children are really, they mirror almost the same ages. And it is so true how children love to be involved. They want to be interacting with you no matter what you're doing. If you're cooking, I have little girls, you have little girls. If you're in there baking something, they want to come and bake too. If you have sons and their dad or you're out there gardening or mowing the lawn, they want to put their shoes on and come out and do it too. So the same thing applies to our spiritual life and spiritual practices. They see you reading your word, they want to read their word too. And it may look different than how and how you're studying is going to look different than how they're studying. Um, how you're praying may look or sound different than how they're going to pray, but they they want to be involved. They want to mimic what you're doing. They want to be interactive with their faith. Uh, I think that is so good. Wow, that's a great point. Thank you, Prophet Chantel. Praise God. Amen. So Amen. Let, me, let me ask you this. What was the most challenging part about making spiritual changes in your household? Or I hate to say spiritual changes, maybe enhancements. Because you you loved the Lord, um, but you weren't living deliberately for him. So what spiritual enhancements did you make that were challenging to your children? So the biggest challenge um, we had to make in our household was letting go of the world's normal. Wow. A lot of times, you know, we say that we're Christians, but we don't realize how much of the world's traditions that we actually follow right and when those things for so long mm-hmm. you know we know that habits form years after years so the hardest part was to recognize and to let go the world's normal okay um the world's normal is not the normal for a believer right and it was hard to let go because when you're used to it you feel comfortable and it may seem like a lot of work to do to override it mm-hmm. and to you know, push into it but once you push to it, that was the hardest part. Once we broke those, you know, through the dam, you know, mm-hmm. it was just blowing of water. Wow. So it was 
And obviously, it was worth it. The challenges were, were yes. worth it for you, for your children, for your family to break through that dam, um, to go through the, the laboring of getting things reset in your home so that you looked more like God, more like the kingdom of God, more like the word than you did the world. Yes. Amen. Wow. So what are some ongoing practices that you have in your home that make fostering your relationship with God as a family, as, as a mother, easy? I hate to say easy, but what are some ongoing things that really speak to the relationship that you have with God now? First, we attend a Bible-believing church. Amen. I think that's very important because... What's being poured into you is going to come out. And right now we are in a time where we cannot afford to be in places that are not teaching biblical principles. We don't have time right. for cliches. We don't have time for traditions. We don't have time Amen. for, you know, religious routines. We need the word of God and Amen. we need the power and on that. And so um, we attend a Bible believing church. We also maintain a prayer life. Amen. And I have my kids as well to join me in prayer together and we also have times where we separate prayer as well too so i'll have the kids to um join me in intercession but also have their separate times to pray and then come back and share with me what the holy spirit has told them i love it i think that's very important to not only for your kids to depend on what the Holy Spirit tells you but also for them to begin to hear the Holy Spirit for themselves yeah because Everyone has their own relationship. That's right. Mm -hmm. And then also we read our word. We read together, but we also read separately as well, too. And I also encourage my kids, whenever you're reading your word, have a journal next to you. Whatever you hear the Holy Spirit say. Yes. John. That's so um, good. And I take each opportunity that I can to take a real life situation mm -hmm. and teach them how to handle it. Through the word of God. Through the word. Yes. Amen. I remember when I, me and my son were in Walmart and we were in the produce section and there was a husband and wife in mm -hmm. there and she wanted to buy like a tomato or some kind of a vegetable. And the husband started yelling at her, like wow. yelling, like the whole produce section could hear. I said, son, that is not how you treat your wife. Mm. Okay. And I gave him the example, just how, you know, how husbands are to love their wives. Yeah. This is Christ's church. Christ wouldn't say, no, don't get that tomato. Right. You know, it's a way how to treat your wife. That's right. And so I explained him and he will never forget that day. Wow. And it's true. He won't. He will not. And I love how you pointed him immediately in real time. Not, you didn't wait till you got to the car you didn't wait until, you know, you were in the checkout line and no one could hear you or see you. You were you addressed it right there in real time. Like this is this is a, a living example of what not to do. And let me show you what the word of God says. And this is why it's so important that we have the word in us so that we don't have to go home and, and read our Bible for 30 minutes to be able to figure out what to say. We need the word of God in us as mothers. It has to become a part of who we are so that when we are in the world, when we are out and about, when we're in situations and circumstances where we're going to need to reference what the word of God says, we can pull it out immediately. It just comes out of us organically, naturally. And we can say, this is what the word of God says about that. So I love that. 
thank you so much for sharing that. That is such a good example of real-time kingdom parenting in the Walmart (laughs) and things are not going right. I love that. So as a mom, did you set any sort of goals for your children as far as their spiritual gift or their spiritual life? Did you set any goals that you gave to them? Like, listen, I would really like you to be able to know X, Y, and Z or do X, Y, and Z. Well, the first thing I did was I set the goal for myself. Amen. And as I begin to leave that goal, then that goal unto my children. Amen. And these are the goals that I set. I set to please God. That's ultimately the, the biggest goal, to please God, mm-hmm. to steward well with what God has given you. It may look different from the mom to the children, right? but they each have a responsibility that, that they have to carry. I let them know that we are held accountable yep. to God on what we do. I told my kids that I am held accountable to God on how I raise you. That's right. And also, we also are held accountable, if we're made, how you treat your spouse. Right. We are held accountable in what we do. So that also, I took my goal and I expressed that to my children as well. That is the ultimate goal is pleasing God and all those things fall underneath that. Amen. Wow. Wow. I love that. Okay. That's such a, that's, and that's to me is a very practical, realistic goal. Number one, deal with yourself. You must deal with yourself first and then help your children achieve what they want to, what the Lord has for them, for their future, but not just their future for their now, what God wants them to accomplish for his kingdom now as elementary school students, even at being in daycare, uh, their children are never too young to understand, and they're never too young to begin working on behalf of God in their setting, in their home, in their environment. So I love that. I want to close out with, with this question, Prophet Chantel. What is some advice that you could give to mothers and wives who are not currently fostering a relationship with God? They know Jesus. They know him. But there's so many people that we know. I could tell you about a whole host of celebrities, right? Like, I know them. I could give you, you know, when they were born, I can tell you what their favorite food is, what their favorite color is. But I don't have a relationship with any of those people. So what's some advice that you could give wives and mothers who may be in a season that you were in before where you knew Jesus, but you didn't have a relationship with him and you knew it's time. You knew now I've got to move. Now I recognize I've come to the end of myself. I'm out of control and I need God to come in. What's some advice you would give for those moms? The first thing I would say is do not overthink it. A lot of times when we're put in a situation, we think we have to go through A, B, C, D, E, F, G to get to a point Yeah. before we can get to the point. So the first thing I'll say is do not overthink it. Amen. God God is ready. God is ready and he is welcoming. So um, he is there waiting for you. I would say invite him in. Cry out to God. Cry out to the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's one of the most powerful things that you can do. Surrender attracts God. Repentance attracts God. So he will respond to your surrender. And when you call out for help, for wisdom, he will answer So the first thing I would do is recognize I can't do this anymore like this. I need to change. The second thing I would do is I would repent. I would repent. The third thing I would do 
is invite the Holy Spirit into your life or whatever situation that you need help in. Amen. Parenting, you know, being a you know, being a, a kingdom wife, and then begin to declare order and restoration over your family and over your marriage. Amen. As you begin to do so, the Holy Spirit will teach you, will mold and shape you, will give you scriptures, will give you the right things to pray, and how to become the kingdom mother and kingdom wife. Okay. Amen. Wow, that is such good advice. And encourage the moms. Is it is it ever too late to start? Is it ever too late to establish a relationship with God? It's never too late. Amen. It is never too late. And no matter what you have done in the past, that does not stop you. That cannot stop you. Amen. God is still God and he's waiting for you. It is not too late. Amen. Praise God. Prophet Chantel, I cannot thank you enough. What a conversation we've had. Um, I pray it's been a blessing to moms, to wives, to women, no matter what season of life that they're in, that it's never too late to begin your relationship with Christ. It's never too late to go deeper with Christ. It's never too late to introduce your children to Jesus. It's never too late. Um, Prophet Chantel, where can everyone find you? What's your social media handles? Um, where can people connect with you on social media? You can connect with me on Instagram at Williams underscore zero six two zero. And that's on Instagram. Amen. All right. So you heard it from her. Connect with this mighty woman of God on social media. Big things are coming from her. She has a heart for God. She has a heart for women. She has a heart for restoration. And I'm so excited for all of what God is using your life to do in the kingdom. Prophet Chantel, if you would be so kind and just pray us out today on the podcast. Before I pray, I just have a couple more things I want to share before I pray. Amen. Just some things I want to Mothers, just because you don't clean the kitchen it does not make you a bad mom. Come on. Just because you tell your child no does not mean you are a bad mom. Amen. Also, I feel the need to say this as well, too. Wives, protect your intimacy with your husband. You're not a bad mom if you tell your kids you cannot sleep with me. This is my husband and my bed. Protect your intimacy. You're not a mom if you tell your child no. Also, remember order. It's God first, the man next the wife, and then the children. Amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you so much, Prophet Chantel. We received that. I received that. Um, And we know that just went out for moms around the world. And I pray that they receive that. Um, It's an on-time word. It is necessary. Wow. We give God glory for that. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, If you could close us in prayer. Heavenly Father, we just give you thanks and we give you praise, God, for all what you're doing through this podcast. Um, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. Um, and Lord, we just declare right now that it's time for the women to arise. Amen. And whatever uh, you have called them to be, whether a mother, um, a wife, um, we declare their time has come. And right now, we just we bind any spirit of anxiety, depression, Amen. any heavy burdens guilt or shame or failure right now we just bind that in the name of jesus and father begin to restore their hearts begin to strengthen them father give them the grace that they need uh, to parent to be the wife that you have called them to be father and holy spirit help them into 
help them raise their children according to the calling that each child has. And um, I declare restoration in marriages right now in the name of Jesus, Amen. Father. And when we call in, we call in the right relationships as well, too, um, for these women of God, the right ministries, God. We call them into the right ministries for them to be fed the word of God. And Father, right now, I pray for those as well who want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Just begin to call out on the Holy Spirit not to be filled. It is important to need this in your walk with God. But just receive. Invite the Holy Spirit to come in to fill you right now in the name of Jesus. Father, fill them. Fill their bellies now in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We give praise. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. Thank you for the shift that was made today on this podcast. And we give you the glory, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you so much, Prophet Chantel. Thank you so much. I want to just mention one more time her social media handle on Instagram is at S Williams underscore zero six two zero. And her name is Chantel Williams on Instagram. Well, thank you so much again, Prophet Chantel. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your pour. Um, I appreciate just your ministry. Um, And I pray, I decree over you that the Lord would add back to you everything that you poured out for women today on this podcast, on this platform, um, that God would be glorified um, and that you would find rest and refreshing in the Lord. Well, that's it for today, ladies. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And if you haven't heard it yet today, you are a good mom. God bless you and we'll see you next time.